Did you know that one day you might find yourself in a situation that you can't escape? You might find out that you are the one in 26. One of these people that suddenly have their lives turned upside down. No idea of what's going on. Doctors tell you there's nothing wrong with you, but you, you know there's nothing that they can do, but they keep trying to force pills down your throat. You just get so much more sick, and it takes months just to feel better before you're willing to take another drug, before they mess you up again for another month. These are horrible times. Not all of us are okay taking these medications. You know, if you are okay, you're an epileptic. If you're okay, I'm talking to you. We need you on our side too, because there's an awful lot of discrimination going on between all of us and there shouldn't be. You know, we're happy for you that your medication works, but it doesn't work for us. And we need help. We need answers. And more pills are not the answers. So what we need is to be able to come together and talk and discuss ways that really work to improve health, to improve brain health, how to improve intelligence, emotional, and body, and to truly be epilepsy well instead of this horrible, lost, confusion, foggy, painful, angry, sad, lonely, epilepsy hell. So now that you know that there's a solution for your epilepsy hell and your uncontrolled seizures, I'm ready to work with you. The process isn't perfect yet, but I want to send you this book and I'm going to be doing webinars and videos on teaching the whole process of how to pick yourself up off of the floor and live with the intractable brain. So go ahead, go to the website, myersgood.biz and drop in your email so I know where to send this book. And as I'm doing each chapter and each parts, I'll send you a free copy of this so you can join me in the journey and you too can get the information as fast as you can that it took me years of struggling to figure out so you can learn in minutes or hours what it took me decades i'm telling you you can benefit from the experiences of other people and you don't have to go through it alone you're not alone we're with you we're on your side make sure you're taking care of yourself and fighting for yourself ableism kills advocate for yourself november is epilepsy awareness month and to be aware of epilepsy, most often you have to have it or know someone who does. Epilepsy affects 1 in 26 people within their lifetimes, which means almost 4% of everyone you know, and it might even be you, who's going to have to suffer and learn how to cope with epilepsy and seizures, drug therapies, and doctors trying to figure out what's wrong with you, and the process might be easy and it might not if you're like me you're the one in three of the one in 26 that means you are drug resistant that means doctors are going to keep trying 
to like find reasons why you should keep trying their drugs and the side effects and all the problems that won't let you actually heal. So I highly recommend if you do not know about epilepsy, stay tuned and listen to this because we're going to educate you all about the ways of epilepsy kills the thrills. So photosensitivity epilepsy only occurs in one out of 832 of us. That means not very many of us uh, are triggered by the lights, the warnings, all these things that you see on the shows, video games, you know, we get triggered by light. So basically a one in a thousand chance that the, you know, neurologist, the doctor, whoever you go see has seen someone like you with all the other epileptics. So you really got to understand that, you know, epilepsy, there's a lot of types, there's a lot of rarities, a lot of things going on. Like I personally have stroke-like epilepsy after my meningitis, which really sucked. In 2015, I got sick. I was freezing. It was horrible. I was wearing a scarf. It was 100 degrees outside. Can you imagine what it's like knowing it's 100 degrees outside, but you're freezing to death? And you try talking to the doctors, and they go in and they take your temperature, and you're 93 degrees, and they don't believe that's your real temperature. And you keep telling them I'm sick, there's something wrong with me, and they can't find anything wrong. They're like, oh, you must be depressed. Here's some antidepressants. I think it's allergies. I think it's sleep apnea. I think you're crazy. You're an asshole. I heard all kinds of stuff in the whole process of trying to be diagnosed with epilepsy. And what I realize is I am my own best doctor. And I mean this because you are too. You know you, but you might not have the tools you need to be the best version of you. And I would really love to help you discover what it is that you need to be the best version of yourself from your epilepsy hell to epilepsy well. So once I make my mind up about something, I'm rather quick about doing it. So I promised I'd get on here today and I'm on here today. And what I've been doing was actually getting some domain names. So I bought the domain names of epilepsy free uh, excuse me, Drug Free Epilepsy Foundation and a couple others along that group there. And I'm pretty excited. I posted it everywhere, letting everybody know that we're going to get this show on the road. This is going to be real. We're going to be bringing real self-care health to those people that have never been taught how to eat, sleep, or breathe right. Because honestly, these are things that you need to be able to do it has taken me years to figure this out. I have over 20 years experience of meditating. I have over 20 years experience of doing yoga. I learned these things because I was hurt. My back was injured. The doctors had no answers for me. And they said, get out of the army or we're going to throw you out. So what else was I supposed to do? But get out and start looking for answers. Because the doctors didn't have answers. This is the beginning of my journey. Finding answers that doctors didn't have. Finding out I could fix myself. I could be better. I could be almost like I was before I got hurt. But I could do so much more. I could live well and happy and healthy. As long as I pay attention to what I'm doing. 
as long as I don't go overboard, as long as I stay within what the parameters of epilepsy well are. Because in all honesty, that's what we need to do is just maintain our routine. We need to maintain proper habits. We need to maintain proper mindset. And I know it's really hard because it's, you're confused. You know, and the, the pain is just intense and god-awful. And that's just picking yourself up off the floor is exhausting. And feeling like you've been hit by a truck. I mean, we know that this is not the way that we want to go through our day. No, this is not how you want to spend any more of your time. So I want you to reach out. Join me with the Drug-Free Epilepsy Foundation plan. You can enjoy a wonderful life without having to worry about, what do I do now? Because there's no one here to help me. There's no one here to tell me. There was nobody there for me either. And so I did this, and now I have to tell you how to do it too. Because if I die with this knowledge in my head and you don't have a chance, then everything I went through was wasted. And that is not acceptable. I can't accept that I've wasted all these years and decades just to die with ways that I could help save you pain and suffering. Like I can seriously help you guys have a much better time in your day. Your epilepsy hell does not have to be like this. You don't have to depend entirely on the abuse of people telling you do this over and over and feeling like crap. Seriously, you need to learn how to feel your feel, how to be you. You need to realize that there's nothing wrong. I need you to join me. And if you're ready, I'm looking for three to five people to join with my group. And we'll be doing once a week up until the end of December 31st for $95 where one to two hours you can join with me and I will build a plan around you. You can be a part of a project that focuses on you and your healthcare and how we can get you back to the best version of you. All you gotta do is reach out to me. Do a direct message on here, message me. You can email me, email me at info at myersgood.com and I will get back to you as soon as I can. There's just me, but I'm hiring people to help me out right now because we have to make this happen because you need answers and I've got to make sure that you have a chance. So take a chance. If you're ready, I'm ready too. This isn't perfect. Nothing is perfect. I know I don't have all the answers because I know no one has all the answers. But what I do know is what I know. I know I saved myself. I had a stroke and I had brain damage. I felt my memories just melt away. It was the most horrible thing in the world knowing you can't remember things. And like the next time it happens again, you don't know what else you're going to lose. And it just took me years to come back from this. And I know how to do it a whole lot faster because a lot of the problem was the people and the places and the stuff I had to figure out along the way. So 
If you're one step behind, you're two step behind. If you're all the way down in the bottom and you need a hand to pull you up, I'm here for you. I'm Alma Wayne Myers. I'm an acupuncturist. I'm epileptic. I've been through hell and back. And I'm here for you guys. You just let me know what you need and I will do it for you. Please, please, please learn how to take care of yourself. Please pass this message out to others because there are people out there that do not know how to take care of themselves. And this is one of the worst things in the world to go through without having support, without having answers, without having a way to survive. We can die like this. There are seriously one third of us epileptics that do not respond to medication. And we need real answers. We need real love. We need real support. We need care built and designed for us. And that's what I'm doing for you. So reach out to me. Info at MyersGood.com. I love you. I hope you are all doing as best as you can. And if you don't want answers from me, make sure you find them somewhere else. Because I promise you, they're there. Everybody knows them. They're simple. They're really easy. You just got to learn them. There are a lot of people that want to be your mentors. I want to be your mentor too. And if you're willing to take a chance, I'm willing to help you. So again, take care of yourself. Let me know what you can do. Talk soon. Hey, are you 1 in 26 and you're dealing with uncontrolled seizures? Or do you know somebody who has epilepsy and you want to know more about epilepsy? Well, I'm Alma Wayne Myers. I'm a licensed acupuncturist. My license is inactive. I developed epilepsy five years into being a healthcare provider. And now that I've discovered repeatedly how to get my health back, I would like to share with you the misadventures and the trials and errors and everything that I have failed and repeatedly learned from and how you can save all the time and suffering by listening and hanging in there. I've got messages that will help you better understand what's going on. I hope you enjoy yourself and have a wonderful day as best as you can. We'll be talking to you real soon. Hang in there. So I started a TikTok. I like, not sure why I like it. It's kind of fun. Um, but uh, you know, everything's kind of new and a trip, but what I really like is, you know, I've been able to find people that teach and, you know, um, you know, my, some of my favorite mentors on there, we got, uh, Dean Graziosi and Russell Brunson's on there and you know, I'm able to follow a few other people. I've been found somebody teaching TikTok. I found some people teaching Instagram. I found people teaching how to just do editing and stuff. It's really neat. You can learn a lot of stuff and it's really fun. There's like some really fun stuff. Um, I don't really know much about what TikTok was. I highly recommend y'all check it out if you've never checked it out. Like, I mean, I'm 44 and I mean, we should all be able to change and learn. I mean, learning is amazing. I, you know, I don't think there's a limit on what age you got to be to stop learning or start learning or make changes or do things differently with your life. I mean, I'm like sitting there, okay, I, I promised somebody I was going to go live and sing a song on TikTok. And then I'm like trying to figure out how to do it. And I look up the instructions and the instructions don't work. And so I don't understand what it is. And so I go to Google because if you don't know something, 
sometimes Google's got the answer. They've got a whole bunch of videos of people showing you how to do stuff. And sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're crap. But, you know, that's the deal with uh, doing broadcast and, you know, videos and stuff. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Uh, it's just what it is, right? So some people know what they're talking about. Some people know what works for them. Some people don't know what they're doing, but they like to talk. I'm pretty much a person that will talk. I really like just rather listening. So I'm going to talk for a little while, but that's all right. So one of the things I've been doing is listening. Uh, there was this eight-year-old girl today. I was listening to her on YouTube. She was teaching me why I couldn't get onto TikTok. I'm like an eight-year-old girl, right? This little eight-year-old girl was so cute. But she for real is like, hey, this is what you got to do. And she's like trying to type it out and the words. And she's like, oh, I don't know how to spell that one. So she changes the word. And she's like, seriously, does a really great guide on what you're supposed to do if you have less than a thousand followers and you can't go live. I'm like, all right, cool. And it's supposed to be really, really, really simple. So if you want to get on there and do it too, you kind of go into your settings and you scroll all the way down to the bottom and there's a spot that says live uh, with some other stuff and you select that one. And you're going to have to say, do a request and he'll send you some info. You'll say no on it. And you type in, hey, look, I would like to go live for these people. Um, this is kind of one of these things where they're trying to help promote building good quality, good brand stuff. So I've posted a few things on there. So hopefully uh, I, the little girl says it takes like two days. I believe her. You know, like seriously, it's such a cute little girl doing this amazing job of teaching a 44 year old man really so much you can learn from people i'm telling you like it's amazing if you just stop and listen is what i'm trying to tell you if you guys just stop and listen to what's going on don't get caught up in it you gotta like take a couple step backs proverbially sometimes physically as well but make sure you change your perspective on things because there's uh, that Oh, ma'am, I've seen a bunch of times where you got a person standing at the top of a six and the one standing at the bottom of a six and one saying it's a six and one saying it's a nine. And they're like, oh, they're both right because it's based off of perspective. And that's not true. They're, one of them is really right. The one that is right, you just have to determine orientation. Uh, obviously, the one person's just standing the way that the other person wasn't intended. Like, that's kind of what happens. You see a mirror image of something and you think that that's what they intended. Uh, it's When you teach people Tai Chi, when you teach people Kung Fu, when you're teaching people um, a lot of these moves, you're often doing a mirror image for everybody. It kind of uh, helps reinforce your own practice. So instead of, you know, when they go to the left, you're going to the right. So you're doing the exact opposite, but you're mirroring them or they're mirroring you. And this is kind of the whole practice of how you learn. You start mirroring people. You start finding mentors. You start finding people that 
do what you want to be able to do. You know, I feel like it's taken me a while to be able to speak and talk without feeling like I'm stuttering and stammering and just using angry, you know, half brain damage words. I like, I've really enjoyed listening to these amazing people empower me. Uh, Tony Robbins was such an amazing speaker. He like, listen to him talk about his story. Even Tony Robbins is like suffering during this whole Corona COVID deal. You know, he, his story that he's telling everybody is about when he's got all his shows being canceled. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, how do I, how do I get to these people? He's used to having shows like that are filled with people, arenas that are all just learning from him and absorbing all this amazing information. It was such a high power, high energy thing. And it was really amazing to be a part of in a virtual realm. Honestly, for me, it's a lot more energy than I can take. So I can do a little sitting on my chair, jumping around, but I can't get out of my chair and jump around as much. I'm just going to wear myself out and not be able to watch the show anymore. Take notes and all the other good stuff. Man, that World Summit was a good show. There were some amazing people empowering all of us, discussing their stories and telling us how we can also do the same thing and why we need to, why it's so important for us to share a message with people that don't have the answers. Because, you know, we are monsters if we have answers and we don't share them with you because it's cruel. We're purposely inflicting pain on you by not giving you the answers that you need. Is that that like cruelty? And personally, I took a Hippocratic oath as a medical provider that I will do no harm to others. And I do my best to make sure that I go above and beyond intent. That I make sure you get what you want out of things. And I don't need to get what I need out of things. I mean, I get, I have what I need. I have food, I have love. You know, I got a place to sleep, got an amazing dog, you know, I mean, my dad's around. I always wanted that as a kid, you know, it is what it is. Life is a trip. It's not always what we want. I got Glenn. He's kind of like my grandfather. He's not mine, but I had to adopt him so I can protect him and make sure he's safe. You know, this is just the kind of person I am. I see people that are suffering and need help and I help them. There's this time when I was on the 5 freeway headed up towards Lancaster, Palmdale, probably. And uh, there was the whole lanes are all closed down. Maybe one lane's moving. And two cars are broken down in the middle of it. So as soon as I realized what had happened, I pull off to the side. And I stop all the traffic in the middle of this freeway just to get these cars out of the middle of the freeway. So the traffic can go by. I'm a big guy. I'm not really scared. I like way big and jump around and I get a lot of attention. Everybody cooperated very nicely. Nobody got hurt. Got these cars out of the middle of the way. I made sure they were okay and I got out of there. I didn't need to hang around for nothing. I just needed to make sure they were safe. I needed to make sure the rest of us could get by and everybody was happy. They were confused. They were lost. They were just in an accident. I mean, you're often confused 
after an accident, just like after a seizure, you're like, man, it's an accident. You've been hit by a car. You've been struck by lightning. So there's a lot of confusion and memory loss that comes along with not being able to remember what you're doing and having a seizure and going, what was that all about? I know there's been plenty of times I know I had a seizure and then I forgot what it was all about. And then you just kind of keep all blissfully going on the next day, like, you know, idiot savant, whatever. It just is what it is. So another amazing kid I was watching. Uh, I forget his name. Oh, man. Children, business people, they rule. You know, when I was a kid, I wish that I had the support that these kids I've been watching, like, have. It was amazing. I, as a kid, I was doing some lawns. I don't even think you can mow lawns anymore. I think you pretty much, it's child labor or something. It's crap. You can't, like, do anything as a kid without being considered you're exploited. I wanted a job when I was 13, 12. I went into Carl's Jr. or Jack in a Box or somewhere at the bottom of the hill and San Francisco and was like, hey, what guy, how do I get a job? They're like, well, how old are you? I'm, I'm pretty big, so they probably think I'm 17 or 18, but I'm like, I'm, you know, 12. <laughs> this is before I'm in LA, so I was 12. It's like, well, you gotta get, you know, a letter from your, you know, it was this whole big process I didn't really understand. Um, I had to get a letter from somebody at school and something. And I don't know. Like, I don't think I remember what happened about doing that or not. But that really wasn't what I wanted to do. I just didn't know what else to do to make money. I mean, 12 years old. Man, this kid is amazing. Uh, this, so there was this team. It's a boy and a girl. And, you know, the duet kind of split up. But. The girl, too, she wrote a book. She was like eight or something. It was five steps to the perfect sleepover. And she went around, went around selling it for $15 a piece at, you know, uh, what was it? Car dealerships, apparently, was her thing. And made $20,000, like, eventually when she got all her works and stuff going and we're talking about this little girl and she was doing a power team with this other guy and she ended up being like all right this is just too much work i still want to be a kid so she switched over to how to be a child entrepreneur and still maintain your childhood which i think is absolutely beautiful we're talking about this girl who's probably 10 or 12 or something by now i don't know and that is her empowering thing. Her message is this little child was like, hey, look, I want to help people. Her dad is like, you know, got her to write a book. It was I don't know if he meant that she was going to follow through, but she realized that he was right. If I write a book, I can sell a book and then I can have some money and then I can help people. And, you know, it it was a really cool story. And boys doing a very similar thing. He's empowering other children that have no hope these people that don't really have a message they had lost he's like thought that every kid knew what they were going to be when they grew up and he's asking people he's like what do you want to be he's like i don't know because nobody empowers them nobody gives them the skills that they need their parents 
either don't have them, they're too busy, or they're too lazy. Like, it, it's a variety of everything. Like, and, you know, you can't really blame anything all the way around. The, I mean, seriously, not everybody's parents are given the coping mechanisms, the emotional intelligence, the deductive reasoning skills. They're not given the self-care skills, the ability to cook. I mean, there's a lot of these things, like, if you don't learn from your parents, you're supposed to teach yourself. Um, but a lot of the times, we just get caught up in all fast and easy world, and then we find ourselves sick and unhealthy, and we don't know why, because we weren't taught that the crap we're eating is killing us. Like, seriously. Oh, it's unreal, all the chemicals and all the stuff in the foods and just how bad it is for your brain and your nervous system and how unaware you are. I mean, you even got yellow number three, I believe is the one that associated with ADHD and children. That's the macaroni and cheese that everybody eats. And, you know, that's, I think it's banned in the UK or it's got to be specially labeled that it's the, you know, whatever i think it's just crazy stuff they put in there like i just gotta watch out for your food we're gonna be talking about food later because i love food you wonder why i love food when i was ah, let me see 12 13 14 what was that range hey baby i'm doing a podcast right now so um this is going in the podcast or i might be cutting it out i don't know wait i'll talk to you in a second all right, we're talking about cooking. So I'm going to tell them about how I learned to cook as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, all right. When I was a kid, uh, my oldest of, I say 13, but at the time it was only like five or 10, depending upon the marriage or the not. And let's see. So my mom decided as a single parent that she was tired of cooking and she was going to cook Saturdays and Sundays. So that meant we all, uh, evenly got a day. So Monday was my day to cook. So I opened a cookbook and I made like four course meals regularly. And I even did desserts and breads and all kinds of stuff. Why? Because man, that was my chance to finally eat good. I know to this day, my mom will tell you that her kids all know how to cook better than she does. And she doesn't get it. And it's because she made us all cook. We all figured it out. We all had to find a way and a means to like have a decent meal. I mean, it was kind of unreasonable to expect a six-year-old to do much more than like, you know, peanut butter and jelly for dinner. I really didn't expect much. You know, I remember my little sister trying to fry egg for everybody. And I mean, it was really cute. I don't know what my mom expected out of them. I really don't know. It was, oh man, it was quite a trip growing up. But the wonderful thing about, you know, being forced to do stuff is you got to learn. You know, it's like when I needed my car fixed, I had to learn. I opened up a Chilton. I don't know if you guys have ever tried working on a car, but YouTube videos are way better than going through a Chilton manual. And uh, thank goodness these days I got some mechanic buddies and I've got lots of my own experience. So call up my boy Dustin and say, hey, what do I need to do on this? And he can tell me it's quite, quite easier than going through these crazy ass directions in the book that 
barely makes sense, but work. Uh, it's probably just the way that it was put together originally instead of like the shortcuts that you learn along the way. So it's such a nice thing, again, about having a mentor, you know, friends, family, people to empower you in your life to do better and do more. It's amazing. So, all right. Um, we'll talk about food later. I'm going to let you all go. Have a wonderful night. Love you well. Be well. Sleep well. Eat well. And I'll see you real soon.